Hey everyone, it's Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and that guy is... I'm Chris. Chris he is. And we're here to talk about some running backs. Our last episode, we did running backs 1 through 12. And today we're doing running backs 13 through 24. How they finished on this past 2020 season in the half PPR scoring format. How you doing today, Chris? I'm doing wonderful. We got some playoff football on right now. So, uh, yeah. Way to date the episode. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Uh, the game's not going so good either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, we're here. Like I said, we're here to talk about some running backs. Uh, we'll start at the top that you can join us at. We have set up a little community where we are about, like, not very many numbered strong, but we were, we're hoping to get some people together that we, people can like kind of maybe start some leagues or like fill in that last one or two members of their league to say they're you're one or two persons short, but you can uh, join that or you can join our discord server by emailing us at amazing FFB at gmail.com. That is a M A Z I N G F F B at gmail.com. And yeah, let's let's get this show on the road. How about that? Let's do um, it. We got a we got a zinger we got some, right we got off some, the bat. We got some odd, we got some odd names to talk about. Some names that <laughs> would not have guessed to have made the top twenty-four. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I was taken aback by gosh, at least two or three names right off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. You want to start? What you want to start this off? How about how about that? Yeah, I'll do. Uh, I'll like, do our like first guy idea. here. Uh, at uh, number 13, fantasy finish, we've got Antonio Gibson. Uh, I'm going to be high on this guy. Fair warning. <laughs> Fun fact, uh, you know who played at Memphis together? Um, Antonio Gibson and Bill Cosby? <clears throat> Valiant effort. Uh, no, Tony Pollard. Spoiler oh. alert, the next guy on our oh. list. Um, yeah, they played together. Um, I did not know that. And uh, they kind of remind me of, not remind me, they sh they show you what the prototype is nowadays for running back. Size and speed, hands, balance. Like he's just, I mean, granted, Gibson is the bigger of the two. Uh, I think Pollard's more like six foot two ten. Uh, Gibson's got that by a bit, at least six two, I think. So bigger guy, uh, but, and I was worried about his production on the ground. I knew he used to play receiver, so I felt good about him coming into that, in, in that way. But I was worried about timeshare. Uh, well, obviously, he shattered a lot of that, at least the timeshare part of it. He didn't get a lot of reception work because of uh, McKissick, is it? Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of moving forward, uh, he intrigues me because if he's given a decent quarterback, and I don't, I'm not even saying, like, a great quarterback. Like, I don't think it's going to take a ton for him to kind of flourish more. A full off season, maybe a healthy head coach, because if you recall, Ron Rivera was... Uh, diagnosed with, I forget which type of cancer, but cancer, colon maybe? I don't recall. Uh, the cancer type of cancer. Yeah, exactly. He seems to be recovering well, so you know, for his uh, family and him, his own health, we hope so, but also uh, he's a good coach, and if he could kind of be in the building sans uh, pandemic, sans fighting cancer, this kid could benefit from a coach, having a coach like that around, and I like this team in terms of a great defense and a good enough offense to get this guy the ball more and remain healthy hopefully cool i i here's a couple of things i want to i want to highlight here mm -hmm. um do you still have the slide up here yes you do i do yeah um, yeah i was uh, on sorry that for a minute i was i was looking at something but um 11 touchdowns 11 rushing mm -hmm. touchdowns that's, that's great man that's that's what you want to see i would like to see a little more attempts hopefully who was it? Peyton Barber. Hopefully Peyton Barber gets out of the way. I don't know why teams just keep this guy around. He's just, he's kind of a joker. Um, a jag, just a guy. Exactly, man. I mean, mm -hmm. 11 touchdowns. That's, that's good. Um, I think next year, those reception, those receiving numbers will go up a little bit more. I mean, heck, even if they brought in just like a bigger bat, like, let me rephrase that. Like more of a, a finisher like type more, of more of a, more of a thumper, okay. you know? Okay. Um, I could, I would be happy if, if his receptions went up, those attempts Absolutely. stayed the same, but the number of targets and receptions went up and maybe got some receiving touchdowns in there too. 
So I, yeah, I I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I, the, the grass is greener on, on, on the other side for Antonio Gibson next season. Not that it was a terrible season, but it was yeah. like we talked about, like we talked about last mm-hmm. episode is that the rookie running backs had all for the most part, except outside of James Robinson, they'll kind of started slow this year. Yep. Yep. I was worried. I was a little worried and, uh, to go so, along with that. He was, uh, he was uh, 48th by PFF ranking, you know, the overall, if you will, at his position. Yeah, uh, but seventh in the running part of the ranking. Does that make sense? Yeah, Which, yeah. He used to play receiver, but again, he didn't get the receiving work. So he finished thirteenth, got hurt. What a game or two, off the top of my head, and yeah, still remember. finished thirteenth. Like he gets just a little more receiving work and completes a sixteen-game season. I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I just. Sometimes when it when it comes to like the PFF ranks, especially what sure. I found with like some of the running backs, I was probably like, I don't that, know yeah. about this. Yeah, and they've got There's, how they go about it, folks. So take it with a grain of salt as far as it's a tool. You know, it's a tool like yeah, any other tool. I mean, when you got Damian Harris listed as one, the second best running back, that's not a thing. Gus Edwards is number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexander Madison is above. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. I was like, uh, well, is, is above Antonio Gibson. I will say that those names you mentioned. Maje P. Ryan is in the top twenty. Yeah, that's weird. Efficiency. I think they must put a premium on efficiency because these are backups. These are lower attempt yeah. guys. You know. Uh, well, a lot of this is a lot yeah. of this is based on blocking too. Run blocking, mm-hmm. pass blocking. You know, like yeah. I don't even know why run blocking is in there because they're running backs. I just, but whatever. Anyways, so uh, Gibson, we like Antonio Gibson moving forward for next year. Absolutely. Just, I was, I, I got to admit, I got to, I got to be completely honest. I didn't really, I wasn't really sure about him this year. I was like, I don't think so. And I kind of, and I avoided him because I was me, like, me too. He's never really been a quote unquote running back, like full time well, running back. That too. And situation is king. And I thought because of those reasons, he wouldn't be the guy. Or if he was the guy, his percentage wouldn't be high enough for me to warrant the hype right. that we had and, heard and on him. So I kind of missed let's on rem- Let's remember, too, that like when we were doing drafts, um, Adrian Peterson oh. had, was just had, was either about to be cut yep. by the by the yep. Washington football team or was had that just was, been that was done. That was the but hype. they also right. had signed Peyton Barber, too. So it was just... It, it was, was just weird, like, it was a giant question mark of what the yep. heck was going on. And it was enough to, to, to make it hands off for me. Yep. So we both kind of missed there, but it's understandable. Yeah. I mean, but we didn't really miss for, I mean, we were at the beginning, right? For, for half the season. So yeah, I was kind of like, haha, I told y'all. And then I was like, I okay, he's good. <laughs> Let's move on to number 14. Like you, like you alluded, alluded to, to. Uh, not alluded to, like you said last show, straight up, told you <laughs> the next one was. Yeah, this is another guy we kind of went ahead and assigned to me to. Uh... Okay, and the rule about talking about Tony Pollard is you can't talk about Zeke at all. Right. We kind of <laughs> messed, messed the opposite of that rule up in the first show. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another guy I'm going to be high on, quite frankly, uh, Kellen Moore is getting looks for head coaching positions, whether you agree with it or not is irrelevant because it obviously means teams are interested in his scheme and how he does things. Uh, to that point, I have no idea what's going to happen. Those are colleges, not. No, one of them was the, uh, now I'm going to forget the pro team. No, it was an NFL team for head coaching position, interviewed him. Now he probably won't get it, but. It's just, it's something to keep in mind in terms of keep an eye on a fantasy relevant offense. Uh, again, in the same vein as Gibson, he has size, speed, and hands, and I think he could be a value uh, coming up in this fantasy draft. Uh, he's 14th ranked by PFF in the uh, running rating. That's 34th overall. Um, I think he was better than Zeke. Probably not surprised with that. Um, I mean, we're talking about, what was Zeke? 12th? And two spots below Tony Pollard. However, uh, we mentioned this in the beginning of the previous running back show this does include special teams yards meaning fantasy credit for special teams yards so it's a decent chuck and change for pollard but uh i think you also saw him have a couple of big boom games on the ground and through the air so we can expect to see more of that in my opinion but i mentioned this in the previous show also i would like to keep a close eye on the dallas offseason 
generally speaking. Draft, free line. agency, and just how they, lose, how they lose Dak to the Colts. You know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. And hey, having said all that, now picture this kid playing with a healthy Dak all year long. Just all you I'm mean, saying. You mean a healthy whoever they draft in, their, in, in the draft? No, no. I, 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 I mean what I say. <laughs> I should I should have got off the slide. Sorry. I was having fun looking at Pollard running there. Uh, interestingly enough, he was uh, better on the ground than he was through the air. Uh, I think he might be another example of a guy who played receiver. Uh, I know he is. Yeah, he moved back and forth. Anyway, he was a receiver at Memphis for some time. So, Cool. Sounds like Memphis is having an identity problem with their running backs. They put out a few good ones um, in the past, too, though. Uh, D'Angelo Williams comes to mind. Yep. All right, Ben. I, you know, I got to be completely honest with you here, Chris. Uh huh. I, I think you. I think you kind of nailed Tony Pollard in the head. I don't got much else to say. <laughs> nice. I did my job then. Yep. Cool. Good job. Um, let's move on to the third running back we will be talking about today. He is. Num- he finished this season as number fifteen. I, this does come with a caveat of he had four hundred and twelve return yards. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I kind of just threw them in there and everything and. What is your stance on using special teams in special teams points in fantasy football? Mm-hmm. Well, since we're getting into the kind of the there's two in a row, kind of the meat of that area where we said they would be popping up, I think it's just another wrinkle like PPR. And the more, really I guess, okay. stats you can throw into it, the more fun. I'd hate for it to be a hindrance. So I do try to remember to keep in you know the leagues that I'm in and the leagues that I commissioned to keep an eye on that to make sure I'm not overvaluing it but it's a standard across the board I think in the past kickoff yards concerned me more because players tended to get more but the way they've brought the kickoff point up in the past mm-hmm. few years it's almost always a touchback I feel at and it's the punt well, return, and it's the punt returners that bring a bit of production right. so yeah, that's, that's how I feel I, I would. I don't know. I, I haven't played in fantasy football on ESPN and you know a Queen's yeah. age, but mm-hmm. ESPN you you could. Um, so the way I had it set in that one league, um, it was a point for every twenty five return yards for kickoffs because you were just constantly racking them up. Because you it could was do that 10. in that league, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then it was every ten for punt returns. I like but that. Yahoo is just across the board ten points regardless. I think or, it's ten uh, or one z- point for ten yards. Yeah, or zero. I think that's the only option. I don't even know if there's a twenty-five yard option at all. Uh no, you can change them. You can change the, the yardage for however many points. So it's so either like or can, for both yeah, kicks so you and could, punts. You could though. change it to like twenty every twenty-five yards. You get a point. You could. So you could nerf it some. So that's important to keep in mind, folks. Uh, on this particular website on Yahoo, you can nerf it, but yeah. you can't do it on either or. You it has to be. Boy, Yahoo sure has its problems, but not like I uh, mean, ESPN's yeah, a fine platform. Sti- yeah, but, I'm still sticking with them. But ESPN is is it's it, it's great for people dipping their toes into fantasy football. That's fine. Yep. Otherwise, and, and Yahoo is too. But I mean, ESPN is just like it's just really streamlined for like. I feel I like know. Yahoo's worked on their. It's the only one who uses Yahoo or ESPN, but I just feel like yeah, I feel like Yahoo's can... worked on their platform or their engine more and they've had mm-hmm. it a little longer and ESPN might have gone through a big makeover a couple years ago and it was for the worse <laughs> anyway oh, really yeah uh, it seems like, like it. it's it's been... That's the feel I get oh boy it's been at least six years for well I sure. played in it this year and I hated it it was awful uh yeah you were telling me that there was like a, a minute long ad to access your fantasy team which is why I hated the NFL networks mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. uh fantasy football because so, I'm like I, I shouldn't be watching a, a one minute ad to access my fantasy team because I do this like 20 times a, a day depending yeah. on the day. Yeah. The other and ads you like, have on there should be enough. Yeah. You know, like if you want to put an ad at the top or something like as like a banner, fine. Uh, I'll, I get it. I I don't know. I'm, it's getting to the point where I almost I just pay to be in a, in a site that just doesn't have ads because you know. it's worth it. Anyways, let's move on. To, let's move on to our, our, uh, our, what is it? Third guy. Oh, where oh were we were on. We're on Do we finish up Edmonds? Do we finish right. up Edmonds? No, not at all. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> no big deal. So I know you really like Chase Edmonds, but when he was really given the opportunity, when Kenyon Drake missed a couple of games, he. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, Kenyon Drake only missed one game. Chase Edmonds right. did not step up to the plate. He seems to be more better as just a, a guy 
to spell the main guy, but unfortunately, Kenyon Drake is probably not that main guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say that too that Chase Edmonds does finish higher than Kenyon Drake, but that's only because of those return yards. Fair. I mean, yep. I mean, if you look at it, 448 rushing yards and one touchdown, four four receiving touchdowns on 53 receptions. You know, like he didn't even he didn't even top 900 uh, scrimmage yards. So. Yep. And with only five touchdowns, you know, it's definitely those return yards that kind of bumps him over Drake. But neither one of these guys are really that great this season. I I think that's where in the crux of it lies. But go ahead. I, I what I was gonna say is I was I was kinda hoping that this offseason the Cardinals maybe try and fix their offensive line a little bit. I mm-hmm. think that would help everybody. I think it's it, I think it's getting a little bit on the it's aging a little bit and it wasn't really all that great to begin with this season. Mm-hmm. And get a better back than Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake is, I think he's, I think he's a good, a good enough back. Mm-hmm. And to, and to kind of steal your term from last episode, he is, he's like David Montgomery on stare. I, I have changed it to my own. He's like David Montgomery on like a juiced up David Montgomery. Yeah. Not you know, like, just, not like gamma rays juiced up, but like just run of the mill, you know, more steroids or whatever. Like, you know, like he, like he, like he took like a, like a few extra vitamin pills that, that morning or something like, every oh, okay, morning, okay, you okay. Know? yeah, like you. it ain't that much better. I got you. I got you. My bad. Um, uh, I, I think, like I said, this, it's kind of the crux of, I don't know, maybe it's just a preference who you think the more talented guy is in a manner of speaking. What I mean by that is you're absolutely right. I think they're both role players. However, I think Edmonds, um, you could kind of flip flop the roles. I think Edmonds would be better suited in this three, four wide receiver set, this hurry up offense. You got to remember that like he's the one who kind of is on the field can sometimes get stuck on the field, but the prevailing logic is Drake is the better runner. Edmonds is the better receiver and that bared out and that's fine. But Edmonds is very efficient. No, he didn't crash a thousand scrimmage yards, but I can see that going up now. The wild, the wild card is like you touched on already we see a guy come in and I think you could absolutely see a guy that come in. That's more talented than both of these guys, even though I'm an Edmonds believer, I, I have to, I have to admit, uh, my, uh, how do you want to put it? You know, my arrows not pointing down or up like it was, it was pointing up and now my arrows just kind of like, Ugh, let's see about Edmonds. He kind of disappointed me. He was yeah. 41st overall at his position, PFF ranking, uh, eighth in the receiving ranking for running backs. So again, it bore out. He's good. In, he's good at that, yeah. He is, he is. So that's, hey, we're mostly in PPRs. So I think that's why he gets the nod here in the finish, and he'll get the nod in my rankings, but we'll have to see what happens with this backfield. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely something to, it's definitely something to watch in the offseason because I don't think they're going to keep with stick with Drake. It wouldn't, really wouldn't surprise me if we saw, yeah. And a, and I'm calling that just guy. a hunch. Like, I, I know nothing. I've heard nothing. Right, I, right, right. We're, we're in the business of speculation. I don't think yeah. with Drake, especially mm-hmm. for another $8 million when they could draft a, 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 a you know, but a rookie out of. He really helped them last year. Out of, out of uh, uh-huh. you know, uh, Joe Small School and, right. you know, probably get a little bit better production than him. So, yeah, but he was a saving grace for him last year. Drake was, that is. So whatever, for whatever that's worth. 2019. Yep. And yeah. that was it. That was it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Let's move on to number 16 here, which is Melvin Gordon. Um, I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a confession to make, Chris. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I'm, I think I'm over Melvin Gordon. Oh, are you? Oh, I didn't know that's where you were going. I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm I mean, you look at it, it's it's a thousand scrimmage yards, you know, 32 receptions. I just, I, I don't know what to make of this Denver team, first and foremost. Like, yep. Drew Locke looked terrible. And you can argue that, you know, at times he was really de- dealing with a banged up wide receiver core or Captain Dropsy himself, Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. But even then, he was he was struggling pretty much most of the season. And it was after there was some... um at least John Elway had some real high hopes for him to, you know, that's why they went out and got Judy and, and um, they just, I don't know. It, he's just drew locks, not the answer. Melvin Gordon really looked like he lost a step. I mean, for there sure. was one game, I, I forget who it was against, but like the offensive line did its job. The seas parted 
and Melvin Gordon ran through it. And I was like, oh, they're there. Watch him go. And then the and then like uh, defensive and the whole closed and somebody grabbed him by the ankle. <laughs> yeah. Someone, like I, I think it was a defensive lineman caught up to him. I was like, never mind. He's not that fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he could have. Yeah, he was in a position where I don't think he could stand to lose uh, uh, very many steps on. his. No, not at speed. all. He, I mean, yeah, he had, he had some he had some good burst and he had power and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe top end speed like if you gave him a runway he was fast but you don't yeah i don't think he's i think his top end speed has really came down and i don't know if he quite has the burst that he used to so i'm there with you i just like like i said pairing this with with a a mediocre at best quarterback is just not a a really good recipe and philip Lindsay is an unrestricted free or a restricted i can't remember he's either a restricted or an unrestricted free agent this season too mm-hmm. so okay i don't think that they get rid of Lindsay, but yeah i don't know what's weird it's i still think it's weird that melvin gordon is a better pass catcher than philip Lindsay. yeah just because of philip sure. Lindsay's frame yeah it kind of yeah he and it kind of was like that in school i think i think he was really really big on the ground like Lindsay Who? just broke Lindsay in college. Oh. It was against inferior competition. Let's be fair. He was a smaller guy in a smaller school. Colorado State. Is that it? It's, I think that is right. That's not the smallest. I'm sorry. That's, I mean, it's still 1A, right? Anyway. Um, so. But uh, undersized guy. Yeah. Um, and the Gordon, as, as we saw on the, sl- on the slide, he, he had a pretty darn good re- receiving year for him. But look at the yards. That's awful. I think that I think those receptions quarterbacks pairing with the, I think those receptions for Melvin Gordon pairing with that, that 158 yards is uh, maybe a bit of a sign of that. He doesn't quite have that burst that he used to. Yep. And scary thing is and, you, can, you could see that receiving work go down because quite frankly, and yes, I understand he's probably the better pass catcher, but they still would throw to Lindsay. Like if Lindsay were healthy all year, you know, you'd probably see a little less receiving work for Gordon. What okay. I was going to say was Go uh, Melvin Gordon is facing a suspension next season too. The first his, week because of, because of his DUI. Yep. No, they, it's not, it's undecided yet, but it's uh, it'll be it'll be at least one game, if not probably two. I guess I thought he was. I remember there being a player that served a couple games at the end of this year and still has one that was, left. That's Will Fuller. Thank you. Forgot. Uh, let's move on to Kenyon Drake. We've already kind of touched on him. Yeah, but, I was just going to say we probably don't need to dwell too long. No, but I mean, he did score 10 touchdowns, so that's mm-hmm. great. Um, I mean, really, if you look at the points, it, it's they're separated. Chase Edmonds and Kenyon Drake separated by four points. So, yeah, that's that, that's definitely the return yards there. I mean, you can just look at the stat lines, too. It's just... You know, I was I was kind of in on Kenyon Drake. I'm not going to lie. Preseason, I was kind of like, yeah. yeah, you know, if you ended up with Drake as your RB2, like, I'd be pretty happy with that. And I don't know, man. I just, yeah, he missed a game. But I think overall, I, I think a lot of people were just unhappy with Kenyon Drake, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was but, underwhelming for sure. I mean, it's like 12 points per game. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Just that's just rough math there. I'm just yeah. kind of. Yeah, well, we had a uh, Kyler was hurt, too, for a stretch. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that buoys the offense down, buoys down. I don't think that works. You know what I mean? I don't think, <laughs> they, I don't think so. See, well, yeah. like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's, it's like that's a, that buoy's fired if it's sinking. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. You're an awful buoy. Uh, and, and Kenny Drake is an awful running back. Good night, everybody. No, I um, I don't know. Uh, I'm underwhelmed by Ken Drake. Always have been. Uh, he was from that same kind of group that spent time at Alabama and Tennessee. And obviously, we all know who the better one was there. That's Kamara. Um, I don't know. He's just, he's, he's kind of okay. I think in an offense like Arizona, we can see an improvement across the board, even though they were pretty darn good. Uh, a couple more passing touchdowns for uh, Kyler, maybe a get a better running back in there, or maybe if things flip-flop 60% in favor of Edmonds and he produces, uh, although you don't think he will. We could see some, I just think we could see better production from the running back position in Arizona, given the amount of volume we should see. Yeah, some of that, like I, like I said, some of it could just that. be up to beef up the offensive line too. So, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. If if we see a 
big draft pick or a big free agency signing a tackle or guard or something along those lines center yeah man i'm i'm all aboard this offense i'll put it that way yeah i just don't know i don't know where they're at with salary cap wise because i couldn't tell you i mean they have they have hopkins they're they have to be looking at i mean if you if they think kyler murray's their quarterback they they need to make some room they have him for cheap for about two more years yeah because he'll be the highest paid played I can't talk. Highest paid player in the NFL. He will be. Like it's just a matter of two years or something. What a mistake. Anyways, I'm just telling you, it's gonna happen. And, and I'd, I'd want I him playing for my mistake. team. I'll just put it that way. All right, yeah. let's move on to Mike Davis, who ends up as the number eighteen RB on the season. Um, I really should have wrote down some stuff on on Mike Davis because I mean Christian McCaffrey went down in week after, right after, well, right at the end of week one. It was a shame. Um, I mean, week two, man. Like, I went out and got Christian McCaffrey everywhere that, or um, yeah, I went. <laughs> he was on waivers. Holy cow! <laughs> um, I picked up Mike Davis everywhere that I could. Um, I think I managed to do it in a couple of different leagues. I won it one in the one league. I it, I was the Christian McCaffrey manager, so it really worked out at first. It like this Mike Davis was shot out of a cannon. You're just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think this guy was this good. I just figured that it was going to be like, I, I was kind of just grasping at straws after lo- losing CMC. For sure. And I was, I was like, whoa, this guy's really good. And it's just like a cannonball. Like, he had a lot of velocity at first, but then he <laughs> really just slowed down and hit the ground and just went and just kind of dug in and just. He he ended up he ended up as Mike Davis at, by the end of the season. He started out with Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey like like sp- spread some little uh, right. some magic CMC dust over him, and it and it worked for a while. And then mm-hmm. Mike Davis took a shower, and then he turned back into Mike Davis. Um, he's just not that great. Nope, nope. I think there's a reason he's a, has been a backup is pretty much his whole career. I will give yeah. him credit when he's gotten an opportunity. He has shined, but you can see it right in the middle of his stat line there. 70 targets. I mean, you get that and then you still only put up 373 yards and yeah, uh, dude. they were a bad team. Again, that, that'll be a theme with a lot of these be- were mm-hmm. bad players, uh, but also 165 attempts on the ground for 642. Like, He's a little bit That's of a bigger the number guy. That really shocked me. Exactly, is that there wasn't more production. Yeah, they there. were playing yeah. from behind at times. It was. It just. It really blew me away, man. I was. It's pitiful. It, it does not look was, good. It's an odd looking stat like, line. Whoa. So I thought he ran the ball a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and he, but at the end of the day, doesn't he? He had fresh legs. I mean, I, I, I mean, if Caroline was smart. It, Hello? Right. I mean, I feel like if Carolina was smart, then mm-hmm. they would they would keep what? You're good. Can continue. Oh, oh, yeah. If Carolina was smart, they would keep him around, and he would be a great compliment to just kind of spell Christian McCaffrey every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so okay, my bad. In week two, he wasn't that great. It was eleven and a half points, but then in like weeks three, four, five, all over nineteen points or more. Yeah, but I feel and like even that eleven and a half points was still really good work. Like he got a good amount of yeah. carries and a good amount of targets. He just didn't have a great day. And then after that, it was just I mean, it's it's ten and a half points or less until you and, and with that a couple was, of good and games that was, scattered in there. And that was with the receptions floor, you know? That's that's, yeah, what, that's what did it. Yeah, it, it, it like I said, it was a lot of people will remember Mike Davis for what he started out as, and I think they'll forget about yeah. what he did in the middle. Yeah, this was not a one for one with Christian McCaffrey, or even a one for point five. Like, no. like he ended up not being all that great. I mean, we're talking about him at number eighteen here, folks. So, yeah, uh, but a good veteran, good role player, good backup. He had fresh legs, hit the ground running, like you said, shot out of a cannon, but. Here's part, here's, and here's part of it too is that it was against the Chargers, the the Cardinals, and the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that that's enough about Mike Davis. It, like I said, I I'd, I'd love for him to stay in Carolina and just get, maybe take like fifteen percent of CMC's workload. You know, mm-hmm. just yeah, don't sure. you don't need to you don't need to Trump like you know roll them out there every single play like last year in 2019 um by last year i mean last nfl season um 
Chris McCaffrey was on the field for like 95% of the plays. Like that's like quarterback level of involvement. Mm-hmm. You never see that out of a running back anymore. Yeah. yeah. They need to get that. He kid was, rest. I think, I think he had more snaps, more uh, snap percentages than even Derek Henry in 2019. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyways, let's move on to our number 19 running back uh, for 2020. And that would be Ronald Jones. This is another name that surprised me considering. Man, it was a real crapshoot on guessing which running back was was going to yeah. play for the Bucks mm-hmm. that in, in any given week. And I have a I have a weird feeling that maybe some days like Bruce Arians didn't even know like Saturday night who was going to start on Sunday. You know, it's just like he woke up one morning and he's like, mm-hmm. Fournette, better than Fournette it is today. Yeah. And they're like, and everyone's like, really, coach? And they're like, yeah, I'm the coach. So this, this is who we're rolling with. And Ronald Jones is like, all right. Okay. okay. Clearly Thank more talented you. guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leonard Fournette is. Yeah. He's, he's, he's slow, man. He, he surprisingly can catch the ball rather well, actually. Yeah. Again, another veteran, I think, that settled nicely but, into a role. But. He's not quick, so when he catches the ball, he like it's like he's running through mud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you bigger know, guy, bigger just, guy, bound to bound to slow down, I guess. And it, I, I don't think, really think he was ever that fast to begin with. Well, I think at his physical peak, he was something to be reckoned with. But uh, his ankles, ankles was a big thing with him, and that dates back to college. And knee too, like one of his knees was kind of bad not surprised. Yeah, lower body, big guy. So, um, and to be fair, I think maybe he he knew. At a certain point, hey, I'm only going to have a certain career. Well, maybe I can have a longer career if I accept a role because clearly I've lost, you know, I can't be what I used to be. And, and Hey, Leonard Fournette, you can have a longer career if you're not a jerk in the locker room too. Well, that, yeah, that too. Yeah. Wouldn't even go on there, but that's a good point. So, you know, I don't know. What what else do we want to talk about? I don't even know if Ronald Jones is like the quote unquote guy in Tampa Bay next season either. You know, like. I could easily yeah. see a world where they mm-hmm. either a pick up a different running back on the cheap or B just go out and spend like a third round pick on a guy, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I, this, I don't, I don't I think, know how this draft class is going to shape up as far as running backs. I know there's a, there's a couple that are pretty mm-hmm. darn good, but I, I think know. we're just I, in that territory of running back where it goes back to, uh, I forget which player we were on. Oh, Robinson, you were convinced he would leave. And I can't blame you. Um, but we start getting, and that was earlier in the sh- in the previous show, uh, but we start getting now into this territory where it's like a lot of these guys are, yeah, they might be somewhat talented, but they're also expendable in a manner of speaking, like contract. If, if I believe that, it was okay. So like we were talking about with James Robinson last episode, mm-hmm. that um he just got done with his rookie season. Ronald Jones is getting done with right. his important distinction. That's a good point. That's a good point. So uh, maybe I was reaching so, yes, straws they there. Easily could move on from Ronald Jones. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's not. They, a big, they've it's, seen it's, enough. Well, they've seen enough this season, and with the end of the two season-ending injuries before this season, it's just. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That yeah, that's that's what happened. He he's to be fair, he proved he proved pretty durable this year. So, but yeah. you're right. I'd forgotten about that. Uh, exactly. He's a perfect example of a guy you, I mean, you can remake your whole backfield in a off season in the NFL and get better. production. Oh, easily, yeah. It's not hard to do. Now we're not talking about the Henry's and the Camaras. We're not talking necessarily about James Robinson. We're talking about the Kenyon Drake's and the, and the, um, yeah. And the Ronald Joneses it's, it's, or the, oh God forbid the Fournettes. Yeah. You can, you can get somebody better in there. That's younger oh, with fresh legs. So that's all uh, the only point I'm trying to make with some of these guys. And you are too, is that, We'll have to see you next year. What's that? I could see Kenyon Drake because Tom Brady's there. I could see Kenyon Drake coming on the cheap to the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on that number. Absolutely. And like I said, these guys will move around a little bit there. You don't have to be in the, it's not like being in the quarterback room all off season. You know, you don't have to, it's kind of plug and play, I guess is what I'm saying. And if you can get a young guy with fresh legs, do it. Yeah. I feel like, and and having been someone who's never really played football, like organized football, let's put it that way, I feel like running backs are more weight room and conditioning, and quarterbacks are more film Cerebral. room. It, well, no, no, like in the off season, they they just spend like uh, the good ones, like Peyton Manning would spend the off season just watching film, like mm-hmm. all off season. It was almost a 
He was almost a man obsessed. And, with and the running back. back's trying to put on body armor. You know, he's trying to build up muscle yep. and, uh, well, and well, that or, while that or maintaining or speed stay in, or stay in peak condition. Yep. You know, to, to last through the, yeah, the car wreck that is a uh, NFL oh, season man. at running back. I mean, you got to give yeah, him. These guys don't get paid enough. Yeah. And it's all ties into what we're talking about. Just you, you got to replenish the tank at that position. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, Ronald Jones, we, you kind of gave us what we expected sort of as far as like by the end of the season, it's like, okay, that's not bad. Over a thousand scrimmage yards, eight touchdowns. Not bad, not bad. But uh, yeah, it, it just, how it came around was just like, he's in the game. He's, he's in one game. He's out the next, he's in yeah. half a game. You know, it's just that bouncing around. They were trying out uh, LaShawn McCoy there for mm-hmm. a little bit too. That was just, and and speaking of shady dude just retire man please it's embarrassing yeah just yep. just call it just call it a day man yeah you've had just... a really good career you never won a super bowl well there's a lot of great players who didn't does, does he get a ring with the for being with the chiefs last season even though he was inactive for the game i think so because i think if you're on the Man, that's a big asterisk right there for his career. I don't think the practice um, squad does, but I think the 53 does. And technically the 53 is, you know, you take 40-something well, to game day. So he was non-active. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I guess is my answer. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, yeah, Shady Man, just like you're a Hall of Fame running back, or, or at least should be. Don't just stop embarrassing yourself, man. Please, pretty please. Like Jerry Rice, like when he was with, like, with, with the Raiders. Like, come on, man. Or the Seahawks. Be, I was about to say Seahawks. To to be fair with Raiders, didn't they go to another Super Bowl or something? And he had like probably a Pro Bowl season or two. No, no, I don't think so. Rice was pretty good with the Raiders. Oh, was he? I, Rice, I guess something the Seahawks. Rice so. and Tim Brown and Rich Gannon. I think he went back to the Raiders. He left and then went. back. Oh, you might have a point there. Yeah, Anyways, we're not talking about Jerry Rice. Uh, <laughs> is he well, on the list? Here's about. his slide right here, sir. No, I'm just here kidding. we are talking about is our number 20 on the season running back, Chris Carson. Um, why don't you talk about Chris Carson? Because I feel like you like him more than I do. I do. I do. I have. I have. Might be more correct. But let's let's dig into that a little bit, I suppose. Um, as the graphic shows, 682 rushing yards, five touchdowns. I feel like five touchdowns is on the low end, but we also saw Russell Wilson cook. You know, as we he mentioned, also missed, he also missed a bunch of games this year, too. Exactly. A guy who's tough as nails has showed us better durability in the past, uh, almost flawless durability in the past, to be quite frank. That's oh, starting yeah. to pile up. Uh, but then again, Seattle's uh, put, put quite. What's that? Oh, um, Chris Carson has missed time in like every season that he's played in. Oh, has he? OK. It seemed like the first year or two. He uh, was yeah. very reliable. Mm, this is only like his third year. I guess maybe it's the playing through injuries that gave me that notion that he's a tough guy. Um, he runs hard. We know that. He missed uh, four games. Four games, yeah. This year. And yep. you can see it in his numbers. And I think even with those four games, uh, yeah, I don't think he's what he used to be. And he's another example of a, I don't want to say a flash in the pan because that's such a negative connotation, but just a guy that might need uh, fresh legs, you know, maybe, maybe he'll get some breast, uh, in one form or another. Maybe Rashad Penny comes back and takes a 60, 40 over Carson's 40. You know, I don't know. It's hard to say, but <laughs> at, at, at the end of the day, Seattle will run the ball. Um, you want a piece of that offense. Uh, they do like to feature a guy, but Carson would have to show me something in the off season, preseason beginning of the season that tells me that he's back to what he was because health is starting to become a concern and you know explosiveness and that goes along with his role if they diminish his role uh, i'm out i think but uh, i do still kind of like the guy i do think he's talented i think he's tough but i'm uh not very optimistic we'll put it that way Where are you at? Who's <laughs> our next guy up here? Our next guy is DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Our next guy is DeAndre Swift. Um, this is this is one of those running backs that falls into that category of had a slow start. Yeah, yeah. And injuries. Um, I thought when I was looking into he did he did miss a few games. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought when I was looking into DeAndre Swift that AP started out as the kind of primary back, but not really. DeAndre Swift for the most part. 
outsnapped AP. I mean, it was like a three-way timeshare between him, between DeAndre Swift, Adrian Peterson, and to a, a much lesser extent, but still involved, Carry On Johnson. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Carry On got an it, uncomfortable amount of work, in my opinion. I think that AP got an uncomfortable amount of work. That too. Um, but yeah. But but towards the end of the season, DeAndre Swift started doing good. He was only averaging like his last four weeks, like Jonathan Taylor, like David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was only averaging like 12 points in those weeks, though, too. But that was also with, you know, Adrian Peterson, you know, popping his head up and getting and getting some carries and carry on Johnson, getting some work. I think they still want to use two, two like a couple of different backs in Detroit. It'll kind of. We'll see what their new head coach comes out to be, like who a who it is, and b what they what their personal philosophy is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Adrian Peterson's gonna be around next season for the Lions. Um, perhaps it. he'll play for the Packers, and then he'll have completed his circuit of the NFC North. Who knows? Did he play for Chicago? Uh, oh, yeah, he did. Did he? Did he? Did he no, play for Chicago? No, he didn't. My bad. <laughs> it seems like a dude. He's Adrian Pearson's on team number six, I believe. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Speaking uh, yeah. of retiring, but he's been more productive than Shady. But anyway, uh, yeah. and I think Shady's actually older than him too. So, mm. um, maybe by a year or so. And Shady had all a lot of wear on his tires. He did. He was more yep. more or less healthy his entire career, whereas Adrian Peterson had a suspension, had uh, um, ACL. at least at least one season-ending season. injury. Yep. Um, if or... not two, I don't remember. I don't no, know. he had one towards the end of one season and another like towards the beginning, I believe. Anyways, feels right. Um, yeah. So yeah, AP's got a little less wear on his tires, and AP also doesn't really catch the ball. So, and Shady did that. So, you know, anyways, we're talking about DeAndre Swift here. I really like DeAndre Swift moving forward. If the Lions keep Matt Stafford, if they maybe beef up their offensive line a little bit, I, I, I could see DeAndre uh, being A-OK. Like, I really liked him coming out of Georgia this season. I wasn't exactly happy to see him go to the Lions. But... You know, when it's all said and done, you know, almost mm, almost 900 scrimmage yards. And that's, you know, being in a timeshare, 10 total Man, touchdowns, you know, like, there, yeah. I mean, there's a bright future there for him. Absolutely. You love um, the 57 targets. You love the eight touchdowns on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. He's just he's a smaller back. He's not going to maybe get you your, you know, third and short or uh, like first and goal sort of uh, touchdown. But hey. Isn't that why we have Carry On Johnson? Exactly. Isn't that why we have the guy on the practice squad to fall forward into the end zone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. That big giant thumper of a man or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really like Carry. Or I really like DeAndre Swift. Uh, well, I would love to see what his ADP is going to be next year. Um, let me do a quick check here. Maybe I have a. Oh yeah, I do. Okay, I got it. His, his ADP last season was seven point two. So or seventy second and that's like the back half of round seven so yeah yeah man i i mean i could see him jumping up to oh, round sure. fourth round four maybe yeah yeah i think he's and a round i'd be down with that like I, I don't that would be like perfect spot for a nice rb3 with a definite rb2 upside yeah i how mean you'd have how to do you be feel your, about that statement uh, you'd have to go heavy RB for him to be your RB three, <laughs> I guess is what I'd say first. But uh, no, That's I love the usually guy. My strategy, but yeah, yeah. not always. It, it uh, kind of depends on how the draft goes. Yeah, and, I don't, I don't and think who my receiver that, that I end far. up with. I think I think I'm high on him also, and I think others might be. I think I'd like. I, they don't have a, a true head coach yet, do they? Is it still an no. interim guy? Okay, so I'd like to see that come to fruition. See what's going on with play calling, kind of thing. But yeah, no, for sure. he he's he's going to be leapfrogging guys that we've been talking about, like Carson Jones, Davis. You know, uh, I'm not going to put him up there with Gibson, but uh, yeah, I think DeAndre Swift is a shoe in for an RB two, if not better. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, now that I'm looking at this list, I can easily see him make it into the third round because mm-hmm. 
I don't think any, I don't, I think he'll go above Melvin Gordon. Uh, probably yeah. every Arizona running, running back, unless they draft, they, unless they really grab someone like uh, the, what the, I can't remember his first name. Is it Travis or Trevor at the end? Travis. Trevor. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> but so is LSU Trevor Lawrence back, and right? Trevor Etienne? I don't know. I don't think that's it. Anyways. <laughs> Who does he play for? Oh, Clemson, my bad. Yeah. Anyway. Let's move on to David Johnson here. This 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 guy. This guy. The the once great David Johnson. Uh, he, he just he he got to that point in his career where he he definitely lost a step, and he definitely isn't the talent that he used to be. He was really great there for what a couple of years in Arizona. Absolutely, had some injury issues. He did miss a couple of games this year too. It's I mean that's how you end up with less than two hundred touches. But yeah, I mean at one point too, like uh, oh forgive me, is it Duke Johnson? Yeah, Duke Johnson mm-hmm. was kind of. Uh, was out and David Johnson didn't really do much with Duke Johnson out of the way. And then vice versa. What, a, what another bad decision to trade for Duke Johnson by Bill O'Brien. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get Bill O'Brien. That guy will never be, I don't He'll, it'll be a long time before he is a head coach ever again in the NFL. And keep him way. as far away from your front office as you can. Don't let him make personal uh, decisions. Yeah. Ever. Be like, dude, you gotta go in, you gotta go in the side door. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I don't know. I don't really have much to say about David Johnson. He is a perfectly capable guy to end up being your RB three or RB four. Yep. Especially if know? he still gets to catch the ball a little bit. Yeah. The fact that he ended up at 22 is a testament to how talented he used to be. Let's just put it that way. You, 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 you yeah. already hit the nail on the head. He's lost probably two steps and, uh, Again, he still has great and hands, and he's got a, of, uh, he's a bigger body guy, so he can pass block and go he's a wide. a semi-local guy, too. He's yeah, from uh, Clinton, Clinton, Iowa. There you go. That's about that around where my wife yeah, is from. Yeah. but it's, uh, it's So we close. both love David Johnson, but uh, obviously his best days are behind him. Yeah, unfortunately. That's okay. Hopefully he's made enough money, and he'll retire and have a nice, nice long... I'd, absolutely. I'd love to see him continue to play a role. Kind of a life. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see him continue to play a role like a third down back, goal line, hook on with a good team where he gets a chance to play for a playoff run, you know? But probably not. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's move on to our, our penultimate running back that we will be talking about today. <laughs> and this guy is, weirdly nice enough... Picture. Is, nice picture. Nice picture to choose this there. This is the best picture I could, I could find of him that would actually like get, it would get blown it, up. It is important to mention, he's a big dude, like... He's, he's like 6'2 or something. Six but he's six also two. like, like he can see it there in his muscular frame. Like he, he's, he's built bigger than a lot of wide receivers. Cordero. Oh yeah. And that's who we're talking about here. We're talking Sorry, about, I is, it, is it Cordero or Corderell Patterson? I think it's Cordero. Yep. Patterson. Yep. I was like, when I was writing it out, I was like, I always thought it was Cordero. And then I'm like, or is it Cordero? I have that's anyway. uh, it's practically sounds like you're saying the same thing, but obviously you're not. <laughs> this is this is solely based on special teams over a thousand return yards and only one touchdown. But this is how he ended up as number 23. Yep, that's 100 points right there. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Throwing you a know, couple rushing it, attempts here and there, and there you have it. Yeah, he he did some he did some fill in work to kind of spell David Montgomery. They threw him out in the field every once in a while to run some routes and everything. Mm-hmm. He's a great he's a great you know kind of utility exactly. running back slash wide receiver. Um, I know some formats have him listed as both. Some it's only running back, and that's why he continues to latch on to teams. He's a he's a good great guy to have a locker room. Is the impression I get, and he plays roles uh, as your wide receiver and, yeah. four and your running back three and your special teams ace, and he makes tackles on special teams. I do believe also. Yeah, I mean, like you got a special teams guy that's going to get you a thousand return yards. Like that's going to really help you. Mm-hmm. He's you a know, load that... to bring down, man, and he's always been fast. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, in terms of fantasy, obviously we explained why he's in this countdown. Uh, so, and this is this is the one true real exception in this in this countdown for sure because 
it's mainly the special teams work. Um, you're not going to draft him any at high nope, at all, nope. or if he's at not, all, he's, if, he's not a draftable player. He got, if he, what's that? He's not a draftable player except in deeper leagues. Yeah, and I mean, but even in a, in a format like this where we're giving up points for special teams, you're not drafting a guy for that. No, no, not. Uh, um, I mean, like Devin Hester back in the day. They yeah, tried to make a receiver was, out of him. Yeah, he was a real cheat code in that respect. Of if your league gave out points for return yards, Devin Hester was like a top ten wide receiver. Well, he's catching fifty balls as a receiver. Yeah, I mean that's not much, but it's like you said. He also, played, he also played for some real bad Bears teams. Yeah. I mean, they yep. went to the Super Bowl with him, but yeah, yeah he did. He absolutely did. Bad quarterbacks, as history goes with Chicago. Sorry. Yeah, it is unprecedented of how bad they are at getting quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man. I mean, your best, the best quarterback in history is Jim McMahon. No, I mean, well, that's not fair. We're not going back to the forties. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's pretty uh, sure. Don't put me. Don't put me to task. But I'm pretty sure. Uh, even Jim McMahon wasn't that great. Otto Graham. Otto Graham. Should we? Should, should we move on to our last guy here? Yeah, it's not Otto Graham. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Um, our last guy is J.K. Dobbins. This is a guy that I am, I am really, I am really excited for next season. He's going to like DeAndre Swift, like probably Chris Carson, like Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds, a lot of guys on in this half of the, the um, top twenty-four running backs. Mm-hmm. Dobbins is going to be in a timeshare, probably with Gus Edwards next year. I, I'm, Mark I'm Ingram, right there with they you. are going to, they, the second the Ravens are bounced for, Oh wait, they were bounced from the playoffs. They were. I'm surprised, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Mark Ingram hasn't been cut yet. <laughs> it's bad. No, seriously, like he, he's been a healthy scratch for like their last, like three or four games. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, it's true. because it's true. they have Dobbins. They were, they were keeping him on as, as depth in case Dobbins or Gus Edwards got hurt. He does Ingram. Mm-hmm. That is, doesn't mm-hmm. play special teams. So they're like, fine. We're just, you're That's exactly you're what a healthy it comes scratch. down to. They, he can't play special teams. He's too. Uh, he's a vet. He either refuses to, or plus he's no good at it. Probably. I think, yeah, I think he's probably he's probably not very good, and I think he's a little too slow for it nowadays. So exactly. Um, but J.K. Dobbins, I I really like him. I like him more than Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards has a role, but I think I think the Ravens themselves. A, I think they they spent a little draft capital on him. I think he was drafted in the third round. I should have looked this up first. Sounds right. Um, Into second, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, top three and in, in the top three rounds that you're looking at, he's going to probably be a starter for you, or that you want him to be your starter. Um, and he just looked to get better as the season went along. The Ravens, like some of these other teams that we've talked about, need to kind of fix their offensive line in the off season. That's I, I don't want to sound like a broken record on in that respect, mm-hmm. but they lost one of their off their Pro Bowl offensive linemen. He retired this last offseason, I believe. Um, and, you know, Dobbins was still getting his uh, his quote-unquote sea legs as far as running in the NFL. Um, I don't know if he's uh, uber-talented like Zeke coming out of Ohio State, but he definitely does have talent, and he deserves a real a real long look this this offseason and when you're doing your drafts next the next, uh, you know, August, early September. Mm-hmm. What else do you, what else do you got to say about Mr. Dobbins? I think here? you touched on uh, just about all of it. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I think he's a talented dude. Um, no, I don't think, I think he's on I Zeke's think, level or a, what, what Zeke was. I think there's a, I think there's a clear path for him to get over a thousand yards. Yeah. And year. I think Gus should have a role. Uh, and I think we can, I think yeah, they can kind of, I think they can kind of coexist too. Like, uh, you know, if Lamar's running well and throwing well enough, yeah. Uh, just, it's it's hard to accommodate for that many weapons, uh, you know, in terms of how sure. they run that offense. So I, Gus has been very efficient. That's what I like to see from him. Big chunks, goal line touchdowns. It's just kind of, yes, I'd rather see it for Dobbins, but I won't. So Dobbins will get a little bit more receiving work. And uh, he's a, he's a interesting guy to look at in terms of kind of a smaller guy and a new, new, new prototype of running back, I guess I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I like him next year in fantasy. Um, give me a couple names that aren't on this list that could maybe, uh, actually, you know what, Honorable let's start mention. with guys that, let's, let's start with guys that are on this list that maybe could crack the top 12 next year. 
Potentially. So work way back up the list and kind of give you a name of some guys I think break into the top 12. Okay, well, Swift, we touched on him already. Mm-hmm. I think Gibson's one of them. Yeah. And I think that, I think that kind of uh, covers it. Uh, Dobbins. Oh, Gibson, a, I'm sorry. Game. You said Gibson, and I don't. I heard it, and I thought of a different person. Yeah, Gibson and Swift for sure. Um, Pollard is tough to say because we don't know um, about Zeke. It, I, I think it would take a Zeke injury for that. Exactly. To I have to go. I have to move forward with that. Also, um, that's probably it. Okay. I what like Edmonds, some... but I'm not going to be unrealistic here. What are some non CMC Saquon Barkley names that could easily creep into the top twenty-four next season? Gaskin, Miles Gaskin. I disagree, but okay. Um, I got one for you, and this is cheating. Joe Mixon. I I know I took hey the one hanging. What? Um, honorable mention is Gaskin. What did you say? I said Joe Mixon. Oh, Mixon for sure. He was. I wouldn't call him the low hanging fruit, but uh, his name definitely crossed my mind. I kind of said, "Well, I'm going to leave that for Josh," but also he seems like a no brainer. I feel like most fantasy folks should expect him to be uh, know that he's a talented guy. If we could expect a healthy burrow, um, sky's the limit as far as I'm concerned. I'm I'm trying to run through like all these teams in my in my head of like what like potential and everything, and that's that's I mean as far as guys that are currently playing in the NFL, those are kind of just the names that I those are about the only ones I can really think of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if Aaron Jones went elsewhere and Jamal Williams stayed, maybe Jamal Williams cracks the top 24. Um, that's a pretty big if. I don't know what the Packers plan on doing with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Seeing That would definitely send ripples through the fantasy world, but you're right. It could happen. Contracts. Those are two, and you got A.J. Dillon on the, on the cheap that you just drafted. He just spent his rookie season not doing mm-hmm. much. I, I um, doubt it, but I agree with you that you have to keep an eye on these situations. Running backs are replaceable. Yeah. I mean, only um, if you're talking about other, the top three or five can you be like, okay, they won't replace him. Okay, I mean, uh, another another uh, team to keep an eye on where they get what they do with running back would be like the Falcons, um, the Texans for sure, and that, a lot of that sure. depends on – a lot of that depends on what the heck they do with Deshaun Watson, like we covered in the quarterback show. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I I hope they drop everything it, that they're it, doing. It, it, they, it is it is a hot mess there in Houston right now. A yeah. hot hot mess. I hope they drop everything they're doing. Uh, pay the man and pay weapons for the man immediately. Deshaun Watson's already gotten paid. That's a good point. That's a good point. He has his contract. My bad. And it's and it's and Sorry. it's a handsome one at that. It's like the me of contracts. Um. But that that's handsome, by the way. Yes. Uh, you you were you were supposed to laugh at my joke. I am laughing now. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm Ch- I'm laughing. Chuckle, at my chuckle. Joke. That's it. Chuckle, chuckle. I'm just like uh, the Jimmy Fallon of this podcast of this show. Go. I'm just laughing at my own jokes. <laughs> but no, I think those those should I say situations and those names that you named are, per- are perfect examples of you just never know when the team is like okay suddenly your number your contract number is surpassed your value i'm done i can bring a rookie in and pay him next to nothing because i drafted him in the third and 1200 yards later you know i've got yeah. a pro bowler or something it's it's i'm not trying to disparage all running backs because as we've established in this couple of running back shows there's just guys that are just uber valuable that you kind of can't replace but you start getting in this area of the yeah, countdown were, and honorable, honorable mentions yeah they're, they're 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 definitely worth the money that they've like I mean is there a guy that's not maybe in the top five of ADP next season that like don't deserve the big contract they have because they all have big contracts except for Saquon, now they do yeah. I think yeah except for Saquon a decently sized contract because he was like top three wasn't he number three I think it was number three uh, overall yeah. but not so, the big payday but no not not yeah. Um, that's a good point. They've all kind of been paid now, haven't they? With Cook, uh, Montgomery's still on his rookie deal, but we're not talking about it. Yeah. Anyway, Jones, we already touched on him. He's coming up. John Taylor just started. Chubb's three I, years I in talk, now. I was talking about like I was talking about like CMC. 
yeah, uh, has gotten top paid. Top five, Kamara basically, have all, all been paid. Dalvin yeah. Cook's gotten paid. Um, Derrick Henry's gotten paid. You know, Zeke was top five. You know, at one point, yeah, Zeke's been Zeke's been paid mm-hmm. foolishly, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was a it was a really big contract. I was like, I don't know about that. Why didn't you it. just give that money to Dak and just just call be it like, a day. Let Zeke yeah. plan his rookie deal, and if he holds out, fine. I especially, understand. especially with that holdout, I was just like, "Oh, you're gonna hold out? You're not gonna okay?" Be like, "Okay, a, I'm going to sue you for breach of contract, and b, um, you're mm-hmm. not gonna be playing with this team anymore because you can't even finish out the contract that your rookie contract that you signed coming fresh off suspension. Let us not forget, fresh off of it, fighting it well, all year long. Anyway, this is uh, the Cowboys Zeke uh, show. Okay, okay." <laughs> He had gotten suspended the year before, yes, but that was at the very beginning of the season. He wasn't just fresh off of a suspension. He was fresh off of a season in which he's missed six games with suspension. Fair. I, I don't know. It, it sounds it sounds more accurate that way. Sorry, I'm 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 guess I'm splitting hairs. Sorry about that. Fair. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What 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 else what else do you want to say about some running backs here? Um, I, That's like the only I, like I, mentions I have. You you really kind of cleaned the floor with those uh, situations you named. I thought you did a good job there. I I, I guess I could expound on Gaskin a little bit. Uh, he was twenty fourth by PFF and running back. Uh, this is a limited time. Remember, he missed a big chunk. Twelfth uh, in receiving. That's yeah. good to see. Um, I just think you'd see him on the field uh, a lot because they do run a bit of a up tempo. Uh, if sure. we could see a year of growth from Tua. I, I think it only increases Gaskin's value. I don't think his value can go down at this point. I think Tua can only get a little bit better. The only thing that I think of with Gaskin is, A, he's not uber talented and to the point where they could easily find someone more talented, and they might, and they're just like, whatever. We got this guy now. Uh, Gaskin, good job. Take a seat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's possible, with, especially with running backs. It's it's definitely possible. I mean, it's hard not to lump them in that group we just talked about. And that's exactly I'm the one who's pounding that nail that, you know, these guys are replaceable. So I can't fault anybody for throwing Gaskin in there. I think a little more highly of him. I think sometimes there's something to be said for a guy you pan picked and he was a rookie. So, you know, was he? I think oh, so. Yeah. Of course he was. So a cheap contract, Sorry. you know, run him into the ground type of thing. Uh, but the smaller guy, so we got to keep an eye on injury. All right. I like him. Cool. Uh, so next week, or yeah, next week, mm-hmm. we will be doing uh, the top 12 wide receivers. Uh, spoiler alert, Deontay Adams is number one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the week after that, we will be doing the wide receivers 13 through 24. I'm sure that'll get just as interesting as these running backs have been, if not more so. And then after that, we'll do so. We'll do an ugly tight end show because tight ends are like <laughs> Christmas sweaters. And they, after you know, you get some really sweet ones, yeah. and then the rest of them are just hideous. Well, we've done a good job hitting right around an hour on our shows. So I think on the tight end show, we'll we'll think of some other seg quick segments and discussion points to 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 talk about because Josh is right. There's only kind of a really less than a handful to kind of expound upon, split some hairs on, and then just say the rest of them are just a guy because that's kind of what they have been every single year. Yep. Um, And then we'll probably think of some other shows to do. Maybe it would be nice to try and keep this at once a week, but we might take a break Mm. pre pre or post draft. We'll see. We'll see how long we can keep content rolling because there is, there is a definite lull in the NFL off season. And it would be nice to just kind of take a break and whatever and recharge our batteries. Hey, and... you're back. D- nope, yeah. You're gone. You again. dropped. Oh, you dropped from me too. Oh, so... okay. Well, we'll wrap it up. All right. Well, that's been, that's been running backs and everyone. Uh, thanks for, thanks for watching us on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube and if you're not, and if, you are not and you're listening to the podcast you can check us out on youtube at amazing fantasy football if you're listening to in podcast format you can check us out on youtube if you didn't figure that out already from what i just said (laughs) (laughs) um you can email us at amazing ffb at gmail.com that would be to a give us some critiques if you what you like or don't like about the show 
we are just getting started as this is episode what four three four i can't even we're so low i can't even keep track of the number two running um, two running backs and a quarterback oh and the yeah, four yeah four. we're at episode four so just yeah give us some critiques obviously we have some internet problems every once in a while because he yeah. is we are in different states yes. so um yeah but you can email us also to join the discord uh community that we have set up to you know do every just some general chat some fantasy football chat chris what did you want to plug oh yeah if you guys are into uh gaming pcs pc hardware uh and tech in general i am part of uh hardware dynasty uh youtube channel so just find me hardware dynasty just like it sounds hardware one word dynasty one word um and twitch.tv forward slash hardware dynasty uh just filled it and ended up having a great live build friday night and everybody had a great time well it was it was over a week ago so you know mm -hmm. um but i was there i was there in the chat and i was having a good time with all the with all the other guys that were in the chat um some of them are in our discord community for this not all but some were and yeah it's just I don't know. I, I was having some drinks and it was a, it was a Friday night and it was just a, like in a, in a pandemic sort of world. Oh, there I go again. Yeah. Um, in a pandemic sort of world, it was, um, it was nice to just kind of hang out and have some drinks with people. It was definitely all about community and being social there. Yeah. And watching Chris build, you can, you can, you get this fine, like hour long shot of a dust screen. <laughs> <laughs> Which well, we all made fun of him for. Yeah, right. I guess I work <laughs> vertically more than I thought. Anyway. Anyways, so thank you for listening. Uh, we will have another show next Sunday and the following few Sundays after that as well for the time being. Uh, I, I guess have a good have a good day, everyone. Later, everybody. <laughs>